fitness coaches, welcome to another episode of the Coaching Ignited show where you'll find guest interviews and content to help you build your fitness business. Now let's get into it. So let's dive into this week's topic on addressing the biggest sales obstacles that new online fitness coaches have to overcome. Um, I was doing some work with Trainerize last week. They invited me onto a, a panel to talk about some sales and some strategies for helping personal trainers and online coaches build their businesses. And they asked me this really good question, and I wanted to share it with you today on the podcast. And the host said, she said, what have you encountered as the biggest obstacle that trainers and fitness coaches have when it comes to sales? And how do you help trainers and business owners work through that? And I just thought this was a really good question. And I really took some time to think about it. I reflected on the close to thousand, if not more coaches and trainers that I've worked with over the years and really tried to think what are like the biggest obstacles that I see coming up time and time again when it comes to sales. And it really came down to these two things, just these two things. Number one is the fear of rejection. So being rejected by potential prospects, potential clients. And the second one is a lack of sales experience and a process for making sales. Okay, so those are the two real big obstacles. And yes, there's obviously others, but in terms of the biggest ones, those are the two ones that I always see come up time and time again. So I want to address these today on the podcast. Now, let's dive into the fear of rejection because a lot of coaches um, may be dealing with this, and you may be dealing with this, but you are not aware of it. And I want to talk you through the symptoms of the fear of rejection. And everyone's going to be at different points on the scale when it comes to this fear. But this is one that stops a lot of coaches from generating sales and, and signing clients and building their revenue. And so this is definitely worth addressing. Now, here are some of the symptoms or how you're going to figure out if you are dealing with the fear of rejection, if you're not aware of it. So these are the behaviors. You're avoiding like messaging prospects. Maybe that's on Instagram, on Facebook, email, whatever. Like you're just avoiding those situations altogether. Or you're prejudging people based on their profiles. Like if you're an online coach and you're looking at their profiles before messaging them, you're prejudging them and saying, well, this person doesn't look like a good fit or no, I don't think they have any money. And so you're making these assumptions so that you don't have to engage with them. Or you're getting like really nervous about suggesting getting on a call. So maybe you're getting into these conversations, but you're getting nervous about suggesting a call. Or when you do get to that actual call, consultation, strategy session, you talk too much, you provide too much coaching, tips and advice because you feel that that's the only way to provide enough value so that someone doesn't say no to you, right? And so you just coach and give value. Or something else that I see is you grossly underprice yourself because you don't want to hear no. And so you make it so cheap and so accessible and so affordable to work with you that you're limiting the no's and you're actually underpricing yourself and not asking what you're worth. Or you get very emotionally attached to the outcome. Okay, so you get really emotionally attached to the outcome and get really affected when you get rejected. So like you really feel it after the call, you get in a slump, you get in a funk, whatever. 
those are some of the symptoms. So maybe you're experiencing some of those things, maybe one of them, maybe all, all of them, maybe at different kind of levels, you know? And everyone's gonna be at a different level on the scale too. Um, and so I just want you to think about where you're at when it comes to your fear of rejection because you want to be aware of it in order to address it. So you want to be aware of it in order to address it. And so I think on a scale of one to 10, 10 being um, like really frightened to death about getting rejected and one, like you're super comfortable. Um, you're not bothered by any of the things that I mentioned above getting on calls with ease, you don't care about being rejected at all, that's the one. So just think on a scale of like one to 10, like where are you? And for those of you who are listening to this, who are on the higher end of the scale, maybe you're at a 10, a nine, a eight, a seven, like we can work on that and we can address it um, on this podcast. I'm gonna give you some some things to, to focus on and go away with and think about. But before we do that, the fear of rejection can stem from many things, okay? Childhood traumas, past experiences, but also the lack of sales experience and a process for making sales, okay? Now, if you have a lack of experience and don't have a process, like those things can be addressed and, and we'll do that in a second. But first, to really deal with the fear of rejection and get better at sales, which you, you need to do as part of that process, you have to uh, embrace sales. You have to embrace making sales because if you cannot accept this, then it's going to be very difficult for you to do anything about making your process better. So you have to accept that you cannot build a successful business or life for that matter without selling yourself in some shape or form, right? Um, selling is part of life and we all have the opportunity to be great at sales or completely shy away from it altogether. But here's some encouragement for you guys. Most of you are selling every day without even knowing it anyway, right? You're selling where you wanna go for dinner, maybe to your friends or to your partner, if you wanna go for Italian or Mexican, you're selling those around you on that idea. Or you're selling your partner on how suitable you are for, for marriage. Maybe you're with someone right now and you're trying to sell your personality to that person. Or you're selling your clients on how they should train, what they should eat, how much they should sleep. That is sales or persuasion or coaching. It's all pretty much the same thing, you know? You're getting someone to take a certain action based on the way you're persuading someone. Or if you've got kids, um, you're selling your kids on the idea of when they should to go should go to bed, sorry, and why they should go to bed with some some rationale, right? But here's the thing, I believe that most coaches have either been sold to in a way that doesn't feel good and it's just left them with a bad connotation. That's why they avoid learning how to get better at sales or they brand themselves as a person that is not good at sales or I'm not good at sales. And maybe you feel that way. Well, sales is just not for me. I'm not a salesperson. I'm not good at sales. And so the first step to getting over that is embracing it, is embracing sales and saying, no, like I can be good at sales, I'm gonna get good at sales, and I'm gonna build a process for that if you wanna run a successful business where you're signing clients and you're generating more revenue and you're impacting more people. 
embracing sales is part of that process because if you fundamentally can't embrace sales, then maybe it's better if you work with someone who will do the sales for you, right? Where they will generate the leads and they will generate the clients and you will just coach them because that's what a coach does, but a business owner does the coaching, the sales and the marketing too. And this is exactly what we help our clients with, right? We help them with the sales process because it's so fundamental to building the entire business. And we help them in a very unique way because a lot of coaches don't like sales and maybe you don't like sales too because of those bad connotations or experiences that you've had in the past. And so what we do is we teach our clients how to see it as service and not selling. So teaching a process that feels ethical and feels good, and this is really the key to enjoying it, right? When you can turn sales into service and it feels like service and not selling, then you're much likely to want to get into these situations where you're selling what you do. And there's a simple framework to follow as well. So if you're brand new to online coaching, you're brand new to the industry and you just don't have a process in place, this is where I'd fundamentally start. There's a lot of bad information out there in terms of what you should be doing and how to run a sales process. But I'm going to give um, you a framework that I've taught to hundreds and hundreds of coaches, um, which has generated millions of dollars in sales as well. Um, and it's very simple. It's very simple. There's four elements. Number one is uncover their pain. So uncover their pain and do that just by asking great questions. That doesn't come from coaching, providing tips and giving value in a call or in a strategy session or in a consult. It comes from asking questions to uncover someone's pain. And that is service. If you can figure out someone's problem better than they know how to figure it out themselves, then you're really gonna be serving that person. So really diving into the core of their problems. Then from there, once you've got point A is crystallizing their vision. This is just as important as uncovering their pain. A lot of people skip over this, but again, like you want to ask great questions to help them crystallize the future version of themselves, the place that they want to be once they fix the problem or remove the pain that you're discussing on the call. So then you've got point A and you've got point B. And once you've got those two points, you essentially have a gap, a gap from point A to point B. And the bigger the gap, the bigger the pain, the bigger the leverage, the more likely that person is to spend money to fix the problem. And so the next thing is you explain how you remove their pain and help them achieve their vision. So step three, explain how you'll remove their pain and help them achieve their vision. And then the final step to the four elements of making successful consultations and sales calls is help them commit to change. And this is the hardest bit and where the fear of rejection is going to start kicking in is this is where you're potentially going to get resistance, pushback, no's, objections, etc. Okay, this is the hardest bit to deal with in these situations. Um, and we spend a lot of time with the clients that we work with rehearsing, role playing, role playing, coming up with strategies to help someone make a change. Because what you've all got to appreciate is when someone's super overweight, Let's just use that as an example. 50 pounds, 100 pounds, 150 pounds. They're used to eating KFCs, takeaways, um, drinking alcohol, not training at all. You're essentially bringing them into a call. You're highlighting that to them. 
And then you're asking them to spend money to go to the gym, cut out those foods, and start changing their entire lifestyle. Now, for a lot of people, that is a little bit of a concern. They're going to think to themselves, well, I've got to spend this money to do all these things I don't want to do. And so, like, you're going to get resistance. You're going to get pushback. You're going to get objections. And a great coach is aware that that's going to happen. They're prepared for it. And they still work through it and help someone make a change because they know that person is going to feel way better when they enroll into this program and they fix that problem and they're exactly where they want to be. And so those are your four elements. If you don't have anything in place already, very simple. Number one, uncover the pain. Number two, crystallize the vision. Number three, explain how you'll remove their pain and help them achieve their vision. And then number four, help them commit to change. And having a framework like this will build confidence to book calls and consultations, which then leads to that experience that you need to becoming better at dealing with the fear of rejection that stops most coaches from being um, successful and making a living in this industry. Because fundamentally, if you let the fear of rejection persist, simply because you don't have a process in place, you don't have a framework, or you're not getting enough experience and reps, then you're missing out on an opportunity to have a great business. You just got to address those things, okay? And so really simple approach in terms of the sales framework. And also, um, hopefully you've got an indication now of like whether you're dealing with the fear of rejection and some strategy and things that you can do to help you overcome it. So hopefully this was helpful for you. Uh, in terms of the trainerized talk, uh, we did an hour-long talk. Um, there's going to be an event next month as well, um, all about sales and, and generating clients um, via personal training and online coaching. And so uh, I'll probably be talking about that more on the show. Um, but you can find the event on Eventbrite. Um, if you just search for Trainerize, it should come up. There's going to be a ton of speakers um, there to, to learn from. And so definitely sign up to that and check it out. Um, and I'll drop a link actually um, in the show notes for anyone that's interested who wants to sign up. Uh, I think there's thousands of a coach, thousands of coaches attending and signed up. Um, and it looks like an awesome event to be a part of. So uh, yeah, definitely check that out. I'm sure you're going to get a ton of value. All right, I'm going to wrap things up for this week. Um, have a great week. Hope everything goes well for you in your business and I'll see you on the next episode.